to our season one retrospective. Or wait, hold on. Welcome back to our Laser Runner <laughs> podcast. Fucked it up already. Oh no. <laughs> we're doing a season one retrospective with the whole crew here, and we're going to talk about the season. So if you want, stick around. We'll, we'll be talking. Jabber on. I suppose I'll start and uh, with the obvious question is, what was your favorite part of the season? Ooh, 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 ooh. So many. Okay, I actually have mine already. It's right. the fight. Right, Chris. It's the fight with the two armies. That was oh, super man. good. That was really good. I was laughing all the way through it, so <laughs> it, it had to have been that. <laughs> yeah. Lenny? <laughs> Off the top of my head, I want to say the fight with Hulk Hogan. Because it just... <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be a, like a boss battle, but it just went our way. It was so funny easy. on a metal level. Like, like we drop a chandelier. Like we try to drop a chandelier, we fail, but it still hits him. And then he calls for help, and I fake. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I fake his voice, so no help comes, and we kill him in like three attacks. <laughs> um, I, I yeah. So Thank you guys so now. much for that one. Come back to me, <laughs> Tony. Oh jeez. I think the first really good moment. Oh, let me retrace it in my head here. Probably, I don't know after that. I really liked the party scene. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the first, like, breakout, like, good moment for me, I think. There's a lot of social interaction. I like that. Yeah, it was a good role playing in there. Okay. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to probably say that the battle between the two armies is my favorite as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you have a favorite? Oh, man, there's so many. <laughs> I, I like listening to you guys and just this, we're pretty hilarious. The stupid like like <laughs> the train <of> thought. <laughs> just like the stupid little moments where like you're like we tangentate for like five seconds. We tried to make yeah. Nami into a suicide bomb. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Oh no, that was probably like five minutes long. <laughs> That was good. And, <laughs> and end up with, why don't we just fire the cannonball still? <laughs> yeah, because you could either hit the man with, the, like, a five-pound, like, round iron ball or throw this fish man at him. I think that would be way more interesting. True. Pop one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question for my favorite line oh, said. In, I know oh, I'm going to you guys with this. Have you got to think about it. Uh, one of my favorite things... Well, I have two. Both were like, but one that made me laugh so hard was Tony in the battle scene going, "Bring him to me." <laughs> <laughs> Very unseemo. It was amazing. Uh, second one was Winston saying, "Dwarves are three fifths of us." I'm only going to take an easy one and say when Dragonface revealed he's a notary. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a notary. And I kept coming back. His little half-moon glasses and his stamp. <laughs> yep. Dragonface is not what he seems. <laughs> Clark? <laughs> Dragonface game. Um, shit. I, I still like the... One of the first lines you ever did as Dragonface was... <laughs> The mining dwarves go to the miners in the mines. Yeah, that's probably my. That's probably my favorite. It's <laughs> like, it's a matter of fact. It's like, no, you don't understand the, the economy. You don't sell main dwarves to miners. You sell main dwarves to mansions. <laughs> Andrew, okay. Well, 
One of my favorite ones is actually one that Dragonface said as well. <laughs> it reminds me of like those black exploitation things. He's like, he's talking to True Strike and he's like, just the way he says it, like, you dick snatching motherfucker. Kind of like both of those. Dick gives you little Richard. <laughs> Yeah, we like Black Dynamite, guys. Yeah, we like Dynamite. Um, do you have any retrospective things you want to talk about? Um, it got weirder than I thought it would. I didn't think we'd go to Japan. Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised. I didn't expect my character like, to get back. Like, it's still followable, so I was okay with it, but. Yeah, I mean, it made sense. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect, like, to get backstory on my own character. Yeah, I was just expecting, like, the Babby's first dungeon shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, you fight a dragon, you know, but no, I think he did a good job actually oh. making it interesting story. Oh, and I've, we've said it a million times, but I'm shocked Trucebreaker didn't betray us. Oh, so shocked. I thought the whole time, especially when that gold war panel guy, this is it, this is where he, like, destroys the yeah, world. Yeah, I don't at a certain point, though, he kind of just became, like, the lovable asshole, you know? Less <laughs> yeah, of, like, right. the actual dick. Clark, were you planning him to betray Then again, him? we never was... really established whether L. Reifert was actually legitimately a bad guy. Well, he was raping people. Well, you don't... <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I would kill all of them. I mean... That's not super unusual in D&D, yeah, though, harems. It, it was a harem. It was less a, less a rape dungeon, more a harem than anything. But they didn't still they wanted to be there. They yeah, they they still like yeah, they wanted their freedom, savage. but again they're Medusas. So Alright. Oh uh, oh shit, yeah. Um never mind, that's not important. Uh the cats were supposed to ask for something from Truce Breaker Man, but I just forgot about it. <laughs> you can put that in post. Yeah. Uh right. Um I was actually I'm going to ask, ask for the freedom, but I forgot, so I'll just ask you. So how could Trucebreaker hire a ship to go from the island? Uh, Trucebreaker... Uh, just contact somebody over there. Uh, but remember, Truce, the uh, ships cannot go to and from the island. No. Trucebreaker actually put the magical ward around the Kavold slaver ship, but it only worked for that trip. So if you guys tried to leave, like the thousands, like, the thousands of times you're like, let's take the boat there, you would have been struck and down. Oh. Um, I thought... Like, I thought there was a bubble around the island. Like, yeah, that's yeah. So we could have taken it to them. other parts around the island. That's a fair thing, yeah. That's they, what they do on Lost. <laughs> totally taking this idea from. Yeah, the, the entire thing was actually based around season four of Lost, <laughs> uh, which I've never watched. It's <laughs> probably still close enough. Yeah, it, it's very Lost-like. Um, what else do we have to retrospect about? Uh... I'm curious about your first experiences as new players. No. Uh, way more fun than I was expecting it was going to be. Oh. I never even thought to play. Oh, I, I loved it. Yes, yeah. I, I was looking forward to it like every week. Yeah, all the drinks. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved that part. Uh, I was I was glad it wasn't super heavy and like like oh we're gonna fight like fifty guys and that's gonna be our entire match and like it was more heavy on like exposition and like. Talking to people, which is the bride. Yeah, the role playing was way more fun. Kind of After the first few um, like encounters, you'd notice that I either made the uh, the encounters easier or um, just did them with checks mm-hmm. because uh, I noticed that you guys weren't actually <laughs> having a lot of fun with those. 
Chris especially gets really bored during the fights, which should be entertaining, but it just, you know, it's a lot of just That's what it, the low level is, though. You kind of like, you see a thing, you hit the thing. At higher levels, you have so much more like, uh, things you can do. Battlefield management and shit. Like, eventually, you know, me and Mazzetto, Mazzetto will be buffing the shit out of people. I'll be throwing up walls and shit. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, what, what can I do? I'm, I can attack twice a turn <laughs> if I'm lucky. Well, yeah, but you also, I think at a certain point, like, can use the help action as a free thing just by, like, shouting encouraging words so then you'll be buffing us while we're buffing you oh. and Dragon Face will just get buffed to huge and beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> I can do that now. I don't, I didn't know it. <laughs> I really need to be more familiar That's with funny. my combat role. Someone noticed earlier, but um, completely on accident, we seem to have, uh, like, we didn't record this when we noticed it, but, but completely on accident, we picked, like, the four main roles. The big rogue yeah. classes. Yeah. Rogue, fighter, uh, wizard, and cleric. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. And fitting on personality perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony does live in uh, live in the forest. <laughs> okay, I do have a, I have a question for favorite locale, like favorite place we went to, favorite like group or group of people we met, mm. something like that. Uh, I will I will lead and say <laughs> that. Probably my favorite was the crazy fish people. I think that was my favorite encounter, actually. The, just me and Tony coming up with how to become <laughs> their their god. Yeah, that was funny. So, yeah, that's probably my favorite. I I always like the interaction between their rivals, specifically Sibo and his bird rival and Dragon Face and Dragon Arms. Just utter distaste for each other with no parents. Yeah, Sibo is so reserved and usually smart, but he loses all logic at this stupid bird man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bird suck! Um, and I think my favorite place, I just like town, so I guess Rexville, because we got to interact with lots of people and burn down brothels. I think my favorite person was the Beard Lord, or at least one of my favorites. <laughs> and I, I know that was a thing that came up completely on the fly, but that was pretty fucking hilarious. Um, the the Beard Lord himself? I like the juxtaposition between, like, lawful good Mazzetto and, like, lawful evil <laughs> yeah. Beard Lord dad. Yeah. Mazzetto is the only person on the team who, like, would not take advantage of having a crime boss for a dad. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! Um, so isn't it? I, I want to point this out. So his dad lives on No Holds Barred, which I think we had never been to before. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of weird? No, this is like a Swedish bank account. This <laughs> <laughs> island in the fucking Canary Islands. No, see, um, if you if you you must have missed the explanation, but I did. You know, did do that voice the whole time. Mazzetto's mm-hmm. um, dad uh, got shipwrecked there. Uh, and he killed his, like, well, he was sold into slavery, if you recall. Um, no. uh, yeah, remember, uh, Mazzetto mentioned that he was searching for his dad who was sold into slavery. Oh. Yeah, so he was sold into slavery, <laughs> and the, the, the slaver ship that was taking him got wrecked on Noble's bar. Um, and then he killed the slave master and noticed that uh, Rexville had, like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, it had, like, a... He gave a motivation. Yeah, so, like... Okay, I get it. he was already a carpenter, so, like, he built the walls around the... the Using, like, his dwarf homies. His, like, slave homies. So, yeah. 
Okay, that's how he became the crime lord. I thought he was a crime lord, went back and was out of new one. That was my mistake. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite um, specific NPC was probably Churchbreaker. Because <laughs> you guys were like, he's this asshole this whole time. <laughs> I kind of was. He like, kidnapped he, us. He's definitely, he's definitely an asshole who does things for his own game, but everyone except Mazzetto <laughs> is here. <laughs> um, but uh, he, uh, like, all the characters was probably the most fleshed out of everyone. Like, I g- gave him he the most... He had a character she never did. In backstory, yeah. Yeah. So did Kimmy. Uh, did, did not like Kimmy. <laughs> Least... Alright, Le- all right, and your favorite locale. Uh, I don't know, I kind of like the tumble. Especially the part where you push the train or something. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that part. Because <laughs> he didn't die, unfortunately. At least you got his amulet, and now he's dead. Least favorite NPC. I'm always... I don't know. It might have been at the time, but we talked to that Irish girl in Rexville. Oh, fuck her. That, I, was <laughs> I, just my answer her. I just had no interest in talking to her. I think that was mostly because you guys were super tired, and it was our first ever session, so it was like, oh, let's, let's get to the next point. So also, it was one of the first, like, fairly serious NPCs that wasn't a pop culture reference or, you know, yeah. a, a So she was ignored. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, she should. Be. She's super dead. I forgot about that. Um, Chris, who's your least favorite? I changed that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> who are yours? <laughs> like, I, I was like, there was somebody who was like the voice that Clark used just made me mad. And I just listened to. <laughs> I forgot like off the top of my head who it was, but I remember Clark. Oh, I even say whatever podcast it was. So whoever was following, double check on that. But is it Bumbox? Oh, he's definitely up there. But no, because it was like, it was somebody. Oh, I think it was somebody was talking. Someone was talking to Tony. Clark was using a voice to talk to Tony, and both ways they were all like squeaking. Oh yeah, it was his gnomies. Yeah, the gnomes. The gnomes talking to Tony. I was. I think I even say like, "Oh God, sorry, audience, for what's about to happen." I could not stand them talking to each other. I know you weren't a fan of my female gnome or dwarf voice. Oh God, that was awful. I was impressed. Um, <laughs> I wasn't present for that one, but hated it when I listened to it. So thankfully, um, uh, Lene. <laughs> thankfully, Lene only like said like one line at a time. Like Lene <laughs> doesn't actually talk too much. I didn't get many monologues. No. <laughs> Andrew, least favorite NPC. No, <laughs> he's a PC. Ah, you know, I was. I was gonna say like Hogan simply because like he had this whole thing planned and I just killed him like. Yeah, was so funny. Yeah, I kind of because I can imagine how he would fight. This is what I would really hope. I hope to God that he would have tried to grapple us <laughs> and actually do wrestling moves on us. He would have used the shard to like buff himself up. And then, like, fought you one on one with a bunch of That would have been a lot more interesting to me. Uh uh-uh, uh, disagree. I like the battles. I know you guys don't, but I like the I like the battles. Chandelier drop into crits. Yeah, I was, I'm never a big fan of battles. Uh, well, again, maybe, I don't know. RP, RP is definitely the more fun thing of the two things. It's the easier of the two things. I think maybe if we got, like, some review on the battle lesson or the yeah. rules. Mm-hmm. Got you guys super refreshed. You'll... 
or just fresh because I'm just yeah, so that you know your things. options, you know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I uh, all right. One last question for me, at least. Okay. Um, favorite episode. I don't know the episodes yet. Yeah, we at, at this point, at the point where we're, we're filming true, we this, retro- I'm gonna tell the audience at the point we're filming this re- retrospective. I have technically four episodes done. So like. Like if you're if you like complain about the rules sometimes during the season and you're like oh why haven't they changed this for us that's because we're done we uh, none of it like we haven't heard any the website is just getting put up now the season two is going to be so good yeah I promise um uh, so you probably will have communicated with them at least on whatever forums or comments. We'll see. We'll see if anyone wants to ask something stupid. And I'm not All the two it. people. The three. Add a female character. Fuck you! <laughs> won't do it! Why, why is it... Why, are, why aren't we more, you know... Why don't we have more Mexican and black friends? I wouldn't, honest, I wouldn't care about a female character, but it would have to be a girl playing. That's my, that was my thing. <laughs> why can't we just put on voices? Shut the fuck up! That's so, so bad. <laughs> Well, I have a tear that turns me into a dwarf female, so I'm going to use it oh, all the time. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm curious. Um, if you were to rebuild a character, like a new Ooh. character from scratch, having played now for some time, do you, like, have an idea as to what you would do? I was loving how you played Sibo, and I probably <laughs> would do a mage of some sort. Not exactly Sibo's personality, yeah. but... Chris talked to me about his original wish, oh, which yeah. was just straight-up illusion magic. And I kind of tried to talk you out of it, because yes. Sibo was already using it. Yeah, Technically, I, you can learn illusion magic, though. You can reclass into a mage. Yeah, you can multi-class. But then you're trying aren't going to be a soul. Yeah, I can't deal with that. But yeah, so it'd probably be an illusion, like some 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 Sibo-ish, but not same personality, same other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I love like being able to talk my way out of things. That's really what I wanted to do in the game. Um, I also dra- playing Dragon Face seems so fun. Like just being an, an asshole, <laughs> an asshole brute. <laughs> Like, that's the draw to playing fighters. You know? <laughs> just tanks his way through battle and doesn't <laughs> have to care about like morality. Hmm? Something goes down like every fucking <laughs> Dude, that's because like, I do it that way. Like, I'm just going to run out this dude or yeah. say insulting Pretty things like, to these no. like, overpowered people. <laughs> if I could, could rechange my character, I would have established a different voice in the beginning because I very rarely use Lenny's voice because yeah. I constantly forget what it is. Why don't you swap hands? Lenny. Yeah, see, that wasn't even it. Um, I would probably either play like a rogue, but not a, like talk him, talk his way out of things rogue, but more of like a like deck space acrobat type, like thief more. Um, that or just like a straight like stupid mage where it's just all <laughs> fire damage, and just buff fire spells and only fire spells. <laughs> Hit your teammates so yeah. often. My name Blow is Pyro the Wizard. Yeah, basically Pyro the Wizard. <laughs> we'll turn you to toast. <laughs> oh, that or like a grappler. I think that'd be fun. Oh, grappler would be fun. Yeah, like a fighter with all like the bar fighting feet and the grappler feet, so I can just beat the shit out of people with improvised weapons and grapple and stuff. <laughs> uh, well, I know I didn't play, but I want to put my two cents in anyway. If I was to play a character, I think it would either be. Two of two choices, it would be like, like an edge lord 
<laughs> like, like probably a rogue who's like hates everything um and like is like cold just steel the cold, ha- cold half elf <laughs> cold, cold, cold steel the half elf it's like oh whatever man I don't even care these preppies are so bad or like a six foot tall black man <laughs> I was thinking my name's Lamar with three R's I would like to actually, <laughs> he's like a monk fighter I would actually like to explain the six foot tall black man joke because he okay. never did we'll, we'll get to Andrew yeah. first and then I want to make sure everyone knows that I want to explain that I'd probably make a Kuotoa paladin or berserker. <laughs> I saw this crazy bullshit religion. <laughs> Obsessed with finding coral and getting <laughs> flying pizza. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He might still be alive. Oh, he could be the same guy. He's going to come around in another universe. <laughs> oh, there may be a time when Clark plays a character in Tony's DM. So. It might happen. It might happen soon, depending on what happens. But. If you guys want, after our two-week hiatus, we can just jump into that sword. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm actually going to miss it. It's up to it's up to Tony if he wants to or not. Uh, either way, I'm fine with it. It's up to you guys. Jump down. Wait, what? If he, he wants to DM. So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I think Clark was talking about already doing the... I already we're talking about DMing thing? for like a little intermittent thing, not the same campaign. Mm-hmm. Oh. Alright, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I think that might just be too many episodes and we might want to just jump in. I, I think we should jump into season two. Okay. We can do a once and send for like your escape or something. Well, well, we, were gonna, we were going to take Cutting, cutting this out. <laughs> and, uh, we we'll, can't let them know we play hero skate. That's nerd stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> Alright, explain the six Okay, so, so I, while probably texting or something during one of these things, but I heard somebody, Clark, I think on the pirate ship, say that and somebody opens a chest and a six foot tall black man jumps out. <laughs> Thought I heard somebody make that joke or something. So then, like, ever since then, throughout the episode, you hear us mention, and then a six foot tall black man jumps out of the chest. <laughs> so that's why, in case anybody. It was like a weird <laughs> joke that never happened, but we thought it happened, so we kept referencing it. And then we're like, Chris, what are you talking about? It never, this joke never happened. <laughs> we go back when editing episodes, and it's not there at all. So it's like this weird joke that came out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's gonna continue, so I'll deal with it. Yeah, especially if I choose to play a six foot tall black man. <laughs> Who jumps out of chess? Yeah. He's um, a minion. Yeah, he's a minion. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're going to start with Andrew this time and go in this way. Um, it, of all the things uh, that we did during this campaign, what would you have different during our next campaign? Mechanics-wise, story-wise, more serious, less serious, whatever you, whatever you want to talk about. Uh... You know what? Let me think about it. Okay. Tony? Um, I think serious level is just about right, and that's, you know, there's still plot structure, but things aren't too serious, and it's still laughable. Yeah. Um, I would like to see the rules tightened up just a little bit, but that's, you know, that's just practice, so I'm not writing any too much. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh, battles could be a little bit more interesting, I think. And this is just critique, not being a dick or anything. Uh, it sure sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, you know, maybe, like, have a, a variety of different people in an encounter instead of just, like, one type. But yeah. Well, I think for, like, like, a good introductory, like, you guys haven't played in, you know, ever, so I think, it, you know, for that it's good. But now that we have some experience, I think we can kind of build on that. Okay. We'll see. Um, I don't know. Just, I, just think back to things you dislike doing. 
I've got a thing. If I, you know, it's just a lot of it, um, a lot of my like player interactions, it very rarely felt like they went my way. <laughs> like every time I tried to persuade, even if I rolled high, it felt like I wasn't persuading them. You persuaded a shit ton of people. And you tried to do like, some impossible stuff. Yeah, you too. did. You're like, uh, truth breaker, just give us our dick back now. <laughs> Roll for twenty. Let's get let's so get the shot. Let's get the, the, the pure penultimates to join our pirate crew. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a chance. How hard is that? We have a, we just got a ninja. This could be like impossible. <laughs> There's like, always gotta be that's one. That's kinda who like saying, like hey, job. Navy SEALs, come join our podcast. There's gotta be one Navy <laughs> SEAL who does <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Navy SEALs, we're making a renegade army. You wanna join? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> have you seen what an M sixteen looks like? Boom boom dead. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, so, like, I get, I get what you're saying, um, and I'll take it into account, but I think you succeeded a lot more than you think you did. Okay. I definitely have to agree with it. It's just you got to measure the difficulty of the situation. Yeah. Um, I guess that's like, it. But it, always, it never hurts to try. Like, if you want to try, do it, but, like, you know. Like, you can probably even pretty to OP when it comes to, to convince, like, out. all the penultimates to be yeah. like, oh, yeah, if you want. So, eventually, you will be able to pull off that kind of stuff. It's just not. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's just all in my head. <laughs> um, okay, defense. Okay, I definitely loved, like, Nicolas Cage and some of the weird, like, random encounters, and I want more random encounters in the next one, because this one it seemed like we had them for the first, like... More silly, like, offshoots that aren't as long as a side quest, but right. just, like, an order. Yes, like, like, just running into stuff, where this one, it was like that at first, and then quickly got, like... I thought oh, we wanted to. We still have yeah. that duck face. From what you said, Chris, from what you said, it led me to believe that you didn't like them. Oh, I liked a few of them. I think just, like, I don't like those straight up, like, oh, we find some hyenas. We fight them. Well, <laughs> or we find the, uh... I gave you the option. There was a town, a circle of people. Truce Breaker was with you, and you could have done that, but you oh, yeah. said... Oh, no, I didn't give a shit about that. Yeah, we were well, so at far, that time, we were, we were so like, far in the plot at that point. We were trekking towards the final epic Tyrannosaurus versus... Slithering monster. No, that was that was, that was like after. After. Yeah, this was still towards the final boss. Though, like, oh, that's I like I like some like Nicholas Cage is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I think all, what I want is more more loot or decent loot when they oh, die. Yeah, because, I would like, love actual because we thing. kill so many maybe people. Not, and they're like, always like nothing broken loot, not loot, but maybe just like more gold coins. Yeah, something so to pick up. We, you know, you guys are loaded right now. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. It's not like rich. At one it's point, like, I was well, at like there's five There's a chart gold. for this, and it's like wealth, wealth by level. What, how much money people should have at certain levels. Mm-hmm. I think we're a little under it, but it's... Yeah, I'm not asking I, for... I'm not like, familiar with it. So. I'm not asking for like a magic sword after every battle, but every, yeah. it seemed like every time we did anything, the body would disintegrate, or we weren't able to actually get anything. Most of the things were like that. I think the suggested is like from levels one to like four you get like maybe one magic item a piece or like what Clark's been doing the temporary like one use magic items. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just like a bunch of mundane gear and like gold and then from level five to ten you get maybe like one or two slightly better magic weapons. I think I dislike that. Money. Yeah, sorry Tom. I just liked because like the random encounters we the Nicholas Cage gave us like a honey, but like nobody else gave us anything worth it. <laughs> we got dragon skin from the fairy dragon, which never worked. Didn't we sell it? No, I didn't. No, use it um, for you tried to sell it to the um, the leatherer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, you freaked the fuck out of him <laughs> with the dragon or the dragon skin. Which, yeah, 
you never got any backstory on because they never did it to you. Because TBA <laughs> to be announced. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. At least not telling you because right. it's still a plot point. Plot point. And in Rexville. What? In Rexville, that guy. Yeah, you freaked oh, well, out. We're not going back. No, no, no. <laughs> you freaked out that guy. Right down the fairy dragons. You burned that entire island down. I should have made that my wish. Like, <laughs> fucking nuke Rexville. <laughs> nuke the island. Yeah. Just, you know, we're done with this place. <laughs> yeah. this true I mean, we kind of are. We took the part that I care about. We have the boat. We can leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I assume we are leaving. Yeah. We are leaving. It's a fucking truce, but he'll probably nuke it himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I have a question. Sure. Oh, wait, Andrew, do you have a dislike? You guys pretty much covered it. Okay, um, starting with Andrew, I guess. What was the biggest surprise that happened oh, like, in point. the story of the game? That Trucebreaker didn't portray us. <laughs> <laughs> With a name like Trucebreaker, you really have to assume it's going to. Right. And, and he, Clark, I guess for you, what would be the most surprising thing, thing you guys did? Oh, man. Oh, God. So much. Trucebreaker talking to Zal was the first big thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> I remember when that happened. I'm like, oh, he didn't plan for this at all. <laughs> Trucebreaker talking to all right for just you doing two voices. That was also funny. Um, you guys going back to get the fish army to fight. <laughs> because, like, I had this, uh, for the audience still, I had, like, a desert temple planned. But, like, with this fish army, like, I don't know how I can, like, include that in a desert temple like scheme without just instantly killing them all by some spike trap or something. <laughs> so it, the, the, battle, the battle scene was actually completely improvised um, because Tony showed me the bullywogs in the monster manual and I was like... <laughs> I remember it was like the day before and I'm like we're flipping through the monster manual and I'm like what is this stupid fucking race of people? I'm like oh that's a bullywog and they're like little frog people he's like these are stupid as hell. <laughs> And then, well, lo and behold, next day, there's an army of Bullywogs. Yeah. It is one of the best parts. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it's And I think, like, that's the perfect match for Kuatoas, because yeah. they're both kind of on the same tier level of weirdness. <laughs> of, like, shitty, like, half people. Yeah. Uh, well, that basically covers me, Tony. Uh, I was surprised when there was, like, the time rift. I, I didn't think that you were going to go there, but... Yeah. I thought it, was, I, it was tastefully done. It wasn't like, oh, now you're in modern-day Chicago. To, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't like Zao at first. I thought that kind of ruined the fantasy, but it was very well played. It, it, we didn't... We didn't, like, revolve around feudal Japan or just swoop into feudal Japan for, like, the rest of the campaign or anything. Mm-hmm. Just a little, Is this a little the, dip. Look, the ten minutes we spent in there was the perfect amount of time. Yeah, was Us getting like, okay, in there, yeah, killing yeah, right. Boss Bogan. Also killing Connor. I wasn't... Either way, I wasn't planning on having you stay for much longer than that. I wasn't gonna, like, oh, you can't find your way back home! Because, That's like, true. there's no way I could actually get you back home without using magical means. Because mm-hmm. it's fucking fuel Japan. Well, we just waited out. We know what... We'll wait for a thousand years. We know what stocks to buy. <laughs> no, that's probably one of those weird things. It's like, in the, in the past, the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> that's why the Asian culture fear dragons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some ancient art of this fat dragon stabbing <laughs> and a little dwarf in the background screaming. Please, please make that one of those like silk paintings with the negative space for big scary dragon face stabbing a pound. 
Uh, Winston? Uh, it's going to be a little selfish, but I did not predict being a pirate, and basically my entire campaign revolving around being a better pirate. That changed <laughs> really fast. I mean, I get one pirate hat, and I'm like, hey, how about... I mean, I'm so roguish, why don't I just become a pirate and keep recruiting people to become a pirate? That's like a, one of, I think, one of the things that you guys enjoy the most is... Recruiting people? Not recruiting people, it's, as new players, you don't go in expecting that you're going to, like, develop your character as you play. You just think, like, oh, I made this guy, he's going to do this. But I think a big part of D&D is when you take your character... <laughs> You know, you give him, like, even just a flimsy background. By the end of the campaign, you know, he might have a whole fleshed-out story if you roleplay correctly. I don't think that I'm going to change that all the time. He's now a he's, secret agent! He's, he's well, also chaotic or, evil now. Oh, yeah, yeah. He well, the chaotic evil, though. Not necessarily. He well, probably started as chaotic evil, and now he's more of a chaotic neutral, <laughs> but still, like, <laughs> on the edge, you know? Yeah. He, he, he's been slowly becoming less of a dick because of Duckface and all the other things that happened. <laughs> that is true, actually. Yeah. And I became less of a dick. Like, I originally was just going to try and steal all my teammates' wallets, but I never got around to it. Because they're my friends. <laughs> uh, my biggest surprise, uh, first one was Holo <laughs> Just that coming up. Uh, then, wow, there's so many. Other crazy things that happened to him. Duckface becoming an actual character. Well, not so much a surprise as it was my like weird plot point. Plot point. Clark <laughs> allowing. Yeah, Clark allowing. Some of the things he did, Clark allowing, was a surprise. Like me, like the last fight where like we turned into a T Rex, when I turned into a dragon at one point. Even the last thing, Ryan opening a door into El Rifle's heart. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing fire into his like organs. Yeah. I have like a cool image of that though. It's like a big swole like JoJo looking stand guy with a big like heavy cast like door anime style. Another another surprise was uh, Giancarlo being John Cena. I did not know John Cena. I should have let you guys figure that. I out. Didn't, oh, I figured. I, I had it written down and I sold it. <laughs> I, I had El Reifert written down, so I'd remember the name. But there was no way I was going to get that was an anagram for Tyler because I misspelled it. <laughs> I, I, I was so happy I got the anagram or I got his name was Tyler seconds before we got yeah. before we got seconds him. before it was revealed. Which One thing good. that I was really surprised about is when the PvP between Dragonface and us happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so nervous that that was going to be like the end of the campaign because if Dragonface had died or one of us had died, there would be so much inter-party <laughs> conflict it would be like unbearable. <laughs> so like if Dragonface had died, he would have had to make a new character, but we were in Japan, so you would have had to play as like a samurai. How to Dragonface <laughs> actually would or not somebody have... that we would have like zipped back. Okay, I guess I can reveal this now since the campaign is over. There was a safety net put in place on you by Trucebreaker to make sure uh, your character never actually disappeared. I explained this to Winston um, fairly early on. Basically, might not we'd have to pay a shit ton of gold to get a cracker face with five to No, actually. It was more a gooby than that, even. <laughs> um, so, when the body dies, you know how um, Kimmy Quickfingers turns into a revenant? Uh-huh. Um, and when you kill the revenant, the body moves on to the nearest corpse mm-hmm. to take over that. Um, oh yeah. So when if any of you would have died, your soul would be retrieved by Truce Breaker, and then you'd have to find a new host body for the soul to be in. 
Oh Jesus! I'm glad so it didn't happen. Dragon face could have been put into a sheet. <laughs> and there's actually a new on Dungeons and Dragons website. They made a revenant uh, player race, so that would have been something probably. You could have been put in a duck face, or we would have just made it dragon face's stats, but revenant form, and he would die when he completed whatever mission he had. I don't like that idea, just because it, it like shows a definite ending, like to his like self. I, Basically, I, he would live as a revenant, and then he'd bullshit it into something where he would. I, 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 my magic wish is so Ryan Frist does not die because we love him so much. Again, I was nervous because I knew I didn't want to deal with that bullshit. Well, yeah, it would have. I, I want it to be more believable, you know. I actually was trying to kill Dragonface. Though. I was also trying to kill Mazetta legitimately. So. I was just trying to break up the fight. I mean, I threw a spell at Zhao, and then I threw a spell at. Yeah, yeah. I tried to talk them both out of it. It did not work. <laughs> um, I have a question. Are we done with that? Yeah. What was the... I guess... I was going to say hardest fight. What's the hardest and best fight? Best fight, obviously, that... The war. The war. Uh, okay, minus that. Okay, minus yeah. that. Alright, I, I started the last couple, so you guys can start. Well, what was the... I don't know. Hardest... Because I, I think the armor, probably. I think the T-Rex would have been yeah, our yeah. and best fight if the potion wasn't involved. But I think the potion gave us like a free win on that one, which is okay. I, was like, I thought we would have just died. I was like, I would no, just, I, I think it would have been one of those tense moments where probably one of us would have died, and then mm-hmm. we would have had to deal with bringing their corpse back and like healing them. I think it probably would have um, yeah, that that one would have probably killed. I think Hulk Hogan would have done better. Probably Hulk Hogan had we not cheated if we hadn't <laughs> fucked him over. Mm-hmm. Um, Good thing there was that shandy. Oh, my favorite fight besides the army one, like favorite, like legitimate, like we're gonna roll for this kind of fight was the taking back of the crusty sea. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. fighting like a hundred couple. Oh, that was great, <laughs> and that was like the first big like. Slaughter fest. Yeah. <laughs> we were like was, higher level than we thought we like. Yeah, had to be. Right. So a bunch of shitty couples. So we might have been able to take them, them all. Level one. We probably could have taken them. Like if we got our weapons back, we probably could have taken them all. Like, but it was so much better. Oh, it was so much better at that like fourth level of where we were. I think we were like second or third. Yeah, right? I think we were two. And we just so, got to feed Boombox to Duck Face. Yeah. So that was my favorite. Uh, Boombox. Boombox. No, I ca- I call him that as a joke. Boombox. Oh my god. Uh, I I honestly can't speak for what the hardest fight was. What would it have been? What would it have been? I think um, it probably would have been the T Rex. Uh, if I if the air elementals, if you didn't have Truce Breaker in your fight, oh, you know what? The air elementals, you probably would have lost. What would have also happened? Um, if the mind flare, the mind flare, yeah. Hey guys, hey audience, the Mind Flare was slightly nerfed. Oh no. I nerfed both the Air Elementals and the Mind Flare. The Mind Flare, his first blast attack would have killed like all of us. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> fucking one it brought me to 1 HP. It brought me to 1 HP. <laughs> and it would have killed you. It would have like insta killed you. But. So, yeah. Um, I nerfed a bunch of guys. For this, like you, if if you're a seasoned D and D veteran, you probably noticed that oh, these air elementals have double attack, or this mind flare trying to just fuck these guys up. That's because a bunch of them are nerfed. The armor giant, um, 
I feel was a cool addition. I wish instead of having was it not supposed to come alive? So I said that. Uh, there are ways you could avoid it. Fucking knew it, your asshole. Put it on, <laughs> and no one was going to an arcade we check. Well, if we had like stealthed around them, we probably would have been able to. If you did not, if if you did, if you rolled an arcade check, like perception on the army, you probably could have told that it was animated. If you rolled, uh, well, I feel like Sibo wouldn't have known. They would have been like, oh, armor, or whatever. They wouldn't have known to even think about. Yeah, something. and Lenny told you like eight times. Did say it was <laughs> afterwards. No! <laughs> well, you said it out of character, if I remember correctly. So, like, hey, you should do this. I'm like, I don't know. I am Lenny. Lenny's me. <laughs> so, um, the armor giant, I wish instead of having you fight eight pieces of armor than the armor giant, I wish I had like three pieces of armor and the armor giant. Because that way you have one guy who does a shit ton of damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And this is what I was talking about, with kind of having multiple different enemy types. Yeah. Which I needed to do more. And you. And that's fine. I mean, you're a new DM suit. And that takes a lot, a lot of time to figure out what the challenge rating is going to be mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, just solve the same type. So next campaign, um, for my plan currently, uh, it's probably going to be a little more RP heavy. Uh, cool. So long as I get a couple good fights in, I'm fine. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. like depending on your actions, of course, you'll get. I stab a Connor again. <laughs> In front of a guard post. <laughs> um, for one thing, we need to get experience from that final fight. Oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah, that's probably true. You guys did manage to kill God. What's your next level, and when do you get to it? We're at 4,000. Isn't it like 6,500 or something? Yeah, but we've been doing kind of loose XP. I would say just level us up. Uh, yeah, that, say- that works well because we're like once you reach level five, you're into like the next tier of play. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone level up. We get it right. Yeah, I um, think that's pretty. Just much. let me take all the sheets and I'll do it for you. All right. Yeah, Tony's been leveling everyone up, by the way. So thank God for Tony. Knowing how that this podcast why wouldn't be happening if Tony wasn't here? It's yeah. true. I always forget about the proficiency. We'd be doing the Animorphs podcast, <laughs> which still is happening. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to end. Well, let me give them just a quick preview of what's going to happen with these characters. Um, next level, uh, our proficiency bonus goes up, so we literally get better at everything we're proficient with. Yeah. Um, Winston gets uncanny dodge, which means when you get hit with an attack, you can half that damage with a successful, I think, dexterity check or something. I think you just choose to. So, like, when somebody tries to hit you, you just, like, kind of tank the damage for the first hit. Uh, Dragon Face gets extra attack, so you attack <laughs> twice when you take the attack action. Uh-huh. So, in theory, you can attack <laughs> for two attacks, use your offhand weapon for your bonus attack, then take your action church for two extra attacks, so you can hit five times on one turn. <laughs> oh my gosh. Much. It's not OP, guys. <laughs> uh, Mazzetto gets oh, destroyed undead, and he can cast their little spells, so now when he tries to turn undead, he can just straight up, like, vaporize them, and then he can cast their little spells, which are pretty fucking awesome, like, reviving dead characters and stuff. Yeah, mainly you get Revivify, which is, uh, if Dragon Face legitimately dies... You can raise him to one HP. 
which is nice. And then I get absolutely fucking nothing. Your except life for is in my spells. hands now. Third level spells aren't bad. Oh no, they're kick ass. I could fly next level. So. <laughs> oh, I mean, Dragon Face can fly, but whatever. No, it's, it's gonna be. I can fly is... twice as fast as he does. Dragon Face is just a OP. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like me. He's going to be getting like a spin off. Yeah, show, I bet. he's OP until he charges in the middle of everyone and then dies in the morning. He said, Oh, help me. <laughs> I would have guessed I would have gotten stabbed by doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he needs someone to tank him. Okay, I'm glad it's Dragon Face. <laughs> he's not even a good tank. <laughs> no, I'm kind of like HP wise, not great. I think we well, should. That's gonna go up as you gain levels. So should clerics are tankier than you are, though. You're more for damage output. Yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, that thus ends our retrospect. It was good. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, guys. Again, like podcast wouldn't be the same without you. If you have more questions, let us know, and we'll answer them. I Probably hope. not in audio format, but we'll do it. And what's that email? It's legionofrenob at gmail.com. And what's our website? Legionofrenob.com. Rate and subscribe. It really helps us out. And if you want to help us out even more, tell two friends. And not shitty ratings. If you can prove that you told two friends, I I don't know, I'll, I'll draw your D&D character. Just email me with proof that if you show two ratings, he'll draw you a naked <laughs> woman if you... That'll be a, a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> He'll draw you a naked dragon face. Oh, even better. <laughs> Alright, see ya! Hey guys, it's Clark, the DM. Thank you for listening to the Legion of Red Arm Retrospective. That's really all we had to say at the end there, but uh, just a few things. First thing, please check out the end of each Legion of Renob episode, because sometimes we have funny audio goofs, and in the season finale, we actually have something a little story-specific in store for you. So go check that out. Also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme song. It is currently open source, so anyone can really get a hold of it. But we really think it encompasses the show fairly well, so thank you for that. I remixed the theme song at the end of the finale, but I'll play it again for you guys here. You have a good day. Bye-bye.